This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvitz here. Angela is here with me this hour as well. Um, I, I had a good weekend. I was working in the garage quite a bit and getting the uh, debris, the branches that fell down during that last snowstorm, that three feet. So, yeah, we you had know, a kind lot of did, yeah. come down. I yeah, think yeah. a lot of people did. But anyway, I'm in the garage on Sunday, you know, and I, I see someone walking up with a clipboard, which always <laughs> scares me. Your worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, no government bureaucrat with a clipboard but i'm like wait a second jeff let's be rational it's sunday it's a, it's <laughs> they a, don't work on sundays so my next my next thought was um oh no this dude's gonna try to sell me windows or something you know a new roof again solar panels or solar something. panels yeah. or who knows right um and but then he's like hey jeff what's going on and it's like it took me a second because i looked up from the clipboard it was uh, the former mayor of flagstaff paul deasy mm-hmm. and he's out getting signatures i guess his his wife I believe your name is it Amethyst. Yeah, um, DZ is running for Flagstaff City Council. Um, so I, I've always gotten um, along good with the former mayor of Flagstaff, uh, Paul DZ, uh, despite perhaps our differences on a lot of policy issues. Mm-hmm. But he did support a few policies that I would have supported or opposed with him as well, including the pay for the Flagstaff City Council members. This one just totally just. <sighs> Went right over my head. I never heard about it. Yeah, I guess during... I think a lot of people must not have... No, wait, wait do you hear these numbers? Because, you know, I've been on this kick lately about talking about what like government um, officials make and all that and, you know, different salaries throughout Arizona. And, and some of them are making, like, well into the six figures. But, you know, usually the politicians, except for, like, the county board and places like that, the, the councils don't make a lot. You know, mm-hmm. when I was on there, it was like 24000 a year. It's like, okay... You yeah. know, Jerry Neighbors, who was the former mayor of Flagstaff, he always used to, he, I think they made like 36 at the time. Yeah, he did. They were always like, he was always joking, it pays for the dry cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he made a little bit more, yeah. of course. It's a little above minimum wage for the full-time job <laughs> it was. But where do you get a hold of these numbers? Because DZ started telling me about this, and he says, he told me he opposed the pay increases that are going into effect, that have gone into effect for these council members and the mayor. And it's like, we're never going to get rid of these people now. No, no. Because now the, the salary, I think Flagstaff is the highest salary for your elected representatives now. Why not? We're Crazy. the highest in everything else. Yeah, why not just take 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 the bank there and t- take it to take the cake? I'm take it to the bank. Putsova never went for, uh, that. went for that one. Yeah, she was too busy doing that. Yeah. You know, the minimum, minimum wage. wage for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll get into Nikki Haley failing again, this time in her home state, like really bad. And mm-hmm. I guess the Koch brothers have been supporting, been a big funder of her campaign. They've cut the the gravy train off. So you'll see her. She should be gone soon. And what she lose by 30, 40 points in her home state. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. Why is she staying I know, in it? Right. Um, I want to hit on homeless encampments here in Arizona. I want to hit on the merger what is it, the Fries-Albertson's merger that's been going on for a long time? Now there's all kinds of lawsuits opposing this. Uh, Arizona's attorney general joined in on this lawsuit as well, uh, saying they can't merge because, well, just sit back and we'll tell you why. Because you're going to pay more, they're saying, because it's going to be higher grocery fees. So I say that the government should sue themselves because they've caused higher grocery fees and costs, right? Yeah. With all the inflation and the money printing. They need to sue themselves, I think. So you just need to stop. Stop. Stop everything. Just stop. Just stop. Getting involved yeah. in everything. And one more on the law, law, legal front. Uh, Trump has now um, 
appealed. That's the word I'm searching for. Appealed the verdict. Mm. The, you know, yeah. ridiculous yeah. verdict where basically the government in New York's trying to take away his property for a victimless, quote unquote, crime that never happened. Right. Uh, unbelievable stuff going on. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I'll get to those comments here in just a bit. I got some stacked up from last week still that Olivia will be by during the second hour of the program. If you need new blind shutters or shades, remember to call my good friends at the Blind Brothers. Uh, they've done a great job for Angela and I. They got all new blinds in our home and Flagstaff. Work great. Great price. And make sure you have the Blind Brothers do the installation professional installation i'll make sure this is done right are just still working great i'm glad i didn't have to mess with those and plus they got rid of the old ones do your neighbors a favor call the blind brothers get a free estimate did the dog just jump up and try to eat a fly yes (laughs) we should have had the cameras on today this is funny call the blind brothers for a free estimate at 928-634-2423 928-634-2423 go to theblindbrothers.com Nothing amazes me more when a dog tries to chase a fly or a she bee. She catches them sometimes. And she continually gets stung by bees. She's like the and Mr. She, Miyagi of fly catching. She hits with the chopsticks. Yeah. But no, it wasn't. Miyagi didn't get it. It was Danielson. Oh, got it. yeah. Remember? Well, Miyagi Remember? was always trying to get him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, this is getting out of hand with pay on these so-called public officials that, you know, they, they're supposed to represent you and then go away. Mm-hmm. That's that's how this is supposed to happen, whether it be in Congress or all the way down to your local councils. Now Flagstaff's taking the bank here, literally, um, your money. And I guess this was voted in. I don't know how we missed this one. It was voted in in 2022 sometime, you know, when COVID hysterics were still kind of hitting. Yeah, they and they were still doing their virtual yeah. meetings, I think, and... You know, people just weren't paying attention to that stuff, and we weren't allowed to attend the meetings, I mean, except for online anyway, and so people just kind of disengaged at that point. You couldn't even go. So, like I said, uh, Paul Deasy was telling me, hey, as he was getting signatures for his wife who's running for council, Amethyst, and I would expect there's a lot of people running for council because now the salary is looking pretty good. Like, you wouldn't have to do anything else, and if you could stay in there your whole life and just keep being a politician— you're going to pull in some gig there. See, it's a good gig. So they assembled a commission, I guess, back in sometime in 22 or maybe. 21. maybe yeah, 21. OK, they they started this process, I think, as early as 20. They started this process. So, again, the, the middle of covid hysterics, they've got this all these committee members coming together to you know, recommend to the council what salary should be for the council members. And like I said, they used to make up until recently, very recently, $24,000 a year for a council member and you serve a four-year term or 36000 for a mayor you serve uh, per year mm-hmm. or you serve um, two-year two term. And it was always just like, okay, it's just kind of like community service. A council member, when I was in there, and I still think this is a good rule of thumb, it's about a 20-hour-a-week job. If you're, if you're doing, doing it right, a good job. if you're doing yeah. it right, I know there were some members, they just showed up. There's a three to 500 page agenda packet every week. They just showed up. You could tell they didn't read it. Yeah. You could tell they were uninformed. I mean, it was, it was evident. And I don't know if they put in 20 hours a week, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with mm-hmm. you. But let's say you're doing 20 hours a week to do the job right. I think the mayor's position is probably a good 30 to 40 hour a week job. Yeah. I think it's a full-time Closer job to, full-time. to represent yeah. the city and go to all the events and blah, blah, blah. Kiss mm-hmm. the babies, you know, that, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So kiss the babies or kiss the... Yeah, the babies. Somebody's getting kissed. Anyway. Well, we don't do that anymore. No, they that, don't that, do that. You get kicked out of yeah. office for that. Anyway, um, so they can't, they agreed 
And I got a lot of this from the Daily Sun because I had to look back because we completely missed it. They agreed to raise the mayor's salary. I guess they had a bump from 36 to 38.5, so they did a tiny increase. But they agreed to raise it from 38,500 to 54,340, so 54,000 a year. And council members from 25 to $44,000 a year in 2022. Mm-hmm. So that's what's in effect now. And then I was shocked when DZ told me this. They raised it or it will be raised this December. So right after this next election, the new members get sworn in. So the November election happens, new members sworn in. What, early December? Something like that? Yeah, or sometime in December. Well, yeah. Before the first pay period, the new mayor's salary in Flagstaff will be 70000 Don't lick me. You just tried to eat a fly. $70,000 <laughs> per year. Wow. $70,000 yeah. per year for a little city of Flagstaff mm-hmm. to be a mayor, right? Council salary is going from 44000 to 63000 Almost $64,000 a year. Hmm. No term that, limits. Yeah. And I was talking with Paul about this yesterday. And I said, okay, fine. You're going to raise it. Shouldn't have raised it that much. Yeah. yeah. Right? right? But put term limits in there. Mm-hmm. There's no term limits on your council members. Yeah. There's no term limits on the county board. Yeah. County yeah. board of supervisor. We just had one guy, didn't he? He just left. He was there for 24, 25 years. Yeah. Something like that. Pulling in, what, $80,000 a year plus all the benefits? Yeah. Yeah. It's absurd. Because even the council members, they're going to get dental, they get health insurance, you get Everything. matching funds on your retirement stuff. I mean, it's it's a good package on top of your salary. They're in the six figures by the time you add up and all if this you're crap. Just, if it's a part-time job for you, that's, that's a crazy salary for a part-time job. It is. And that's, well, here, here was the argument. We need to have full-time you know, this, yeah. this needs to be a full-time gig, the, council, the position of council and mayor, full-time, Yeah, right? But mm-hmm. it's not. There's other people. They have other jobs. I mean, there's plenty of people that are retired and stuff or maybe have means or maybe just scrape by who have run for this position. I've known people who have been in that position who didn't have a lot of means, and they, mm-hmm. they made it work. They, yeah. they worked a full-time job plus right. did the council on the side, and that, that's really what it should be. Here's what I fear is now you're just going to get people staying in this gig for, for the pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And incumbency has a huge power, right? Over the pe- you know people just running. Every two years, you got three council seats up, and the mayor's up every two years. And you're, it's hard to get rid of yeah, incumbents. You're going to see, you know, two of the three, if not three of the three, rerunning every time mm-hmm. until it becomes like Strom Thurmond type situation. They're 98 years old, and you, yeah, you know, you got wheel them out practically. Well, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. Saying that because um, he opposed this yeah. when he was mayor, and he said. He told us anyway that he said he would support it if there was an agreement that everyone would turn in like a log sheet of their hours <laughs> yeah, per week yeah. and to like verify that you are putting in a full time job worth of hours and no one would agree to that. So he said, I'm not going to support this then. And he was the only one that didn't support it. Yeah, it was six to one. And yeah, he's saying his calendar was online. I agree with that too. It's like yeah. if you're doing city business. Yeah, just put it out there. Yep. I used to do it like a blog and keep stuff. I yeah, you know, and try right. to be out there as, as much as possible. Um, but are you really working? How many hours are you really working for sixty three, sixty four thousand dollars a year? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're working forty hours a week. I think even if you wanted to, you'd have a hard time working <laughs> well, that much. Fine. Or 
you may decide you have to work that much and nothing is worse than a politician who has a lot of time to <laughs> fill spare time and then all of a sudden you know they're coming up with really stupid stuff mm-hmm. this shouldn't be a full-time job in my opinion these these councils and things mm-hmm. this should be a part-time thing and when it becomes a full-time thing i think citizens watch out you know, right. you got full-time politicians just watch coming up with a lot of bad policy then of course they get and we, we hit on this uh, last week or week or two with the Arizona Republic had that. What do they make in Arizona? All the salaries, except for flag. They didn't have Flagstaff. Well, because Flagstaff didn't respond or something yeah, like that. They yeah. didn't have Flagstaff. But a lot of cities, you know, well into the hundreds, into the, you know, six figures for a lot of the administrative positions mm-hmm. and even somewhat down like the deputy of the deputy type stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sickening. It's just out of hand because I, I don't know what's going to happen, but obviously with the. I know what's going to happen. I just don't know how it'll play out or when it'll play out. But the the size of the government on all levels is so absurdly crazy that this is not going to end pretty at some points. Mm-hmm. And all of these, this, just look at our state. Let's zoom back, zoom out to Arizona going, you know, f- doubling its budget in 10 years, Flagstaff doubling its budget, creating a sustainability department that has um, 5%, that's consuming 5% of the city's general fund. To think that we're not going to hit another really, really tough economic road, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. is just naive beyond comprehension of right. these people yeah. and, and irresponsible because it's it's gonna hit at some point it always does we are in the longest expansionary track uh, in economic in, in in modern u.s history as far as times time between a recession so the last one was 07 08 mm-hmm. right you, you remember all mm-hmm. that and that was really bad while we've had down times and things probably should have you know collapsed to some degree they haven't this is a really long period of yeah. Right. If you want to call it prosperity, although I would call it phony prosperity mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, printing the money prosperity to think it's not going to happen again. What happens to these cities and these counties and these states when it tanks? Yeah. What yeah. did they do this time? Look what happened in Arizona in 08 when they had to come up with a one cent sales tax and they had to sell the Capitol buildings. Right. Nobody's thinking ahead. Nobody's looking and back you, at what just when happened you recently. Were on council, I recall one of the session uh, budget um retreat retreat yeah you know and and it was equated to like you know we're trying to patch holes in the the sinking ship type of situation exactly exactly that was in 2000 that was in mid 2012 yeah 2012 2013 2014 still a big effort to recover from the the economic collapse of 07 09 yeah it was yeah it was patching the holes in the ship Mm -hmm. i remember because they were bringing in the food for the retreats and remember because they're all used to spending so much money i put out the 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 money jar remember that yeah and said you guys all pay for you i said you all get paid and it was like $24,000 yeah. a year. And the staff. I was like, and you yeah. all really get paid. Yeah. You know, you're getting close to six figures there, buddy. Yeah. Put the money in the jar. You're not to getting a free lunch. lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Like half did. Yeah. You know, and some. Because they only felt guilty. <laughs> yeah. Some made a point to, you know, not put it in because they just felt. Didn't agree with that. And yeah. some of them are still in, in politics and government. Well, what disturbs me most about this salary increase and, and I think what's. You know, the most concerning is that they voted this in themselves. At least that was my understanding. (laughs) Because I know for sure that I didn't vote for that as a citizen here. And it did not go to the voters. So that was something that they just 
felt like they could do and they did and now they're getting paid more i mean who who else out there gets to just decide that they're gonna have it increase like a doubling almost tripling of their salary that's a good point yeah hey i mean you can if you were to go get a second job or what and decide well i need to make more money i need to go get but for doing the same job yeah oh i just i would like to make two to three times more uh the daily sun put it at 250 percent increase by the time the full thing goes into effect yeah the mayor is more like doubling but the council is closer to tripling like not quite but exactly so doubling or tripling just like i told you that we're in the great doubling this is a period of everything doubling but who else gets to just decide i'm gonna do the same amount of work and get paid two to three times more and i'm gonna just say yes i agree with that and it happens here's what i want you to do i know you're probably um, driving home from work right now. You're listening. You right? might want to drive off the road. <laughs> you might, you might be mad. Yeah. No, I want you to turn around and, and go back to your boss and say, uh, I just voted myself in a pay increase. <laughs> no, 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 just text them. Say, tomorrow I make double. Yeah. Live with it. Mm-hmm. You will see how that goes, right? Yeah. See, no recall. They'll just say, yeah, okay, just don't come in. Yeah. I'm good. I'm going to hire two people, yeah. right? I mean. I know. Uh, if you are driving and you got a crack in your windshield, we got one in the I mini. I do. I'm it's, so mad about that. The mini's just kind of creeping down and around. And yeah, it used to be like one inch, and I don't even know when that happened. Yeah, it wasn't even a chip. Because it was just chip. there one day. Yep. And it's not a chip, it's a line. Yes. And now it's about, I don't know, eight or ten inches. It keeps yeah, it's growing. Getting, it's getting rough. So we're going to stop by Diamond Auto Glass. It's going to require a whole new windshield. Um, if you get a rock chip, make sure you catch it fast so that that doesn't happen. Stop by Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street. They'll take care of you. Get that fixed up. Get that rock chip filled. If you've had glass coverage before, like we will once again here when we replace that windshield, that's probably expensive because it's a, it's a mini, which is made by BMW. So I could imagine it's some kind of special. And it's little. It's like half the size of like yeah. the Tahoe. I should yeah. get a discount, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like when you buy, um, uh, you know. Well, but it's not the smart windshield with the the cameras and stuff. No, so we got in before maybe that. Maybe it won't be as much. Yeah. Anyway, Diamond Auto Glass nine two eight seven seven nine forty one forty nine two eight seven seven nine forty one forty. Or go to the difference is clear dot com. Okay, just to finish off on this one, I know this is like, I can't believe this happened in twenty two and. I missed this one, but it's hitting now. And then in December, again, they're getting this next big pay increase. So I suspect there'll be so many people running for office, but they're trying to do the pay increase at the state level too. Uh, there's a bill being pushed through the legislature. Did we talk about this Friday? I can't remember. It was last week. Yes, you and I were talking about yeah. and everything. If you yeah. didn't catch the show on Friday, um, there's a proposal that the Arizona legislature, I think it's by a Democrat to increase the pay of the governor like double it's like 190,000 yeah. a year from 95 or something like that and then the secretary of state you know bumping it from like 70 to 150 yeah. right and the legislature they were talking about bumping it from was it 24 to like 35 or something thousand yeah. a year yes which i actually am fine with that because 24 to go all the way down to phoenix yeah eh, you know okay let's make at least minimum wage Right. Right. I think yeah. that's about what it would be yeah. if they put in that much time, which who knows? Yeah. Um, so this is an, this is now the new thing is get these politicians to a whole new level for their pay. And back to the city, the Flagstaff City Council one, they actually some of the comments that I was reading 
um, from the Daily Sun article back in November of 22. The decision came following an overwhelming show of support from public commentators. Who what, Did they even get to go? The council was closed. Who lauded the increase as a means to make public leadership more accessible to a financially diverse population and increase competition for public office. What a load of crap. Increase population. I've seen it where because the last election they didn't have a lot of candidates. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was yeah. people just two, weren't there running. was only two. But most elections, there's a primary. There's people that were vying for the seat, even at twenty four thousand dollars a year. Here's a quote that somebody who happened to be running at the time for LD seven for for the house. We quote: "We need a more professional city council. So if we pay more, we're going to get better results. I don't think so. If we pay more, we're going to get smarter people." I don't know. It might just attract worse people. I mean, maybe I don't know. you maybe. could get a more professional. I, I mean, know. as far as attire or look or I, I don't know. But no, I mean, not that just because the salary is higher does not mean that you, can you get will. Better. You yeah. could. It you, doesn't mean you will. I don't think you will, because I think you get in. If you get into this for the pay, you're already in it for the wrong reason. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I've seen people who are leftist activists get onto council and they didn't do it for the pay. Yeah. And by my view, they did a horrible job because they got a lot of their stuff passed. But right. by by their perspective, their leftist, you know, uh, followers. Yeah. They were very successful. They mm-hmm. didn't do it for the pay. And I've seen people. I did it. I didn't do it for the twenty four thousand yeah. dollars a year. Yeah. I've, I think when we got in there, I was like, you're going to you're going to pay me for this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's right. like it was just a total afterthought. I think you're going to have people going for this thing, you know, just for that pay now. Now we're not going to get rid of them. I know. So I know. 70 grand. Yeah. Well, and now that that they've just arbitrarily raised themselves up to whatever they deem is appropriate, yeah. what's to stop them from doing it again, it again in a yeah. couple of years? Just, just keep and, doing it. Well, the last people did it. You know, we'll do it. It's yeah, funny. They, sure. they actually, at that same time, had to send out a bunch of charter amendments to the city, to the voters. We, it was like ridiculous how many were on the ballot. For some silly stuff, but they didn't think to put that. I think Paul Deasy was saying that yeah, he was it, re- recommending, okay, let's let's send it out to the failed. charter. I bet you would have failed. And no one agreed yeah, to it. It would have failed. Well, yeah. It, it, it would have failed. It's just term limits. I, I don't know if it's possible in your city, your town, wherever you're living, um, t- to get out there and get an initiative going and get term limits. We have the legislature termed out, at mm-hmm. least to some degree, although they play games. Yeah, they different. move around. But all they do is just move around. But there's still some yeah, hope at of, least, of terming yeah. it out. And I've seen some people disappear because of the term yeah, limits. Yeah. Um, every city council, every county board, every public office, every public office should be termed out. Yeah. It should be termed yeah. out. This should not be a career. This is part of the problem. And I, I don't know what you do about the bureaucratic state, the administrative state as well. You know, those people need to be termed out as well. You know, it's like yeah. 10 years, you got to go get another job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't stay that long. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Send in an email and um, Olivia will get to some comments here in just a little bit. Hey, if you're heading out to Williams, um, great steakhouse out there, the Rodeo Steakhouse. You want to get some great steaks. You want to get some great ribs. Man. And I think we're having ribs tomorrow. We're not going to Rodeo Steakhouse. Oh, we are having ribs tomorrow. It's Owen's birthday, and he wants ribs. Crockpot ribs ribs is his request. Well, maybe in a week or two, we'll go out to the Rodeo Steakhouse Mm -hmm. in Williams and get him some ribs out there, too. Um, This is right on 950 North Grand Canyon Boulevard, right there uh, by the Ramada Inn. Uh, Check out their salt and pepper steak as well. Really good. Uh, Have a great time out in Williams as well. Uh, Great trip anytime. Call for or or Google uh, the Rodeo Steakhouse. Make reservations, especially on those 
busy weekend days. Get a great steak out there at the Rodeo Steakhouse. Hang tight. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. If you're looking for a home for lease, I have a two-bedroom, one-bath home available right now. It's in a duplex, uh, really nice, and it's one of those that were built a while ago, but it's been remodeled, so that means you got more space. You know, the new ones nowadays, you get, it's like living in a closet. Two-bedroom, one-bath for fifteen ninety nine per month. Uh, check it out at flagstaffforlease.com or send an email, rent at flagstaffforlease.com, rent at flagstaffforlease.com. Again, a two-bedroom, one-bath uh, home in a duplex available right now for $15.99. is an equal housing opportunity. talk about an article I was reading and I think this one was in the Republic about um, an alley behind someone's home in Phoenix that's turned into a homeless encampment and I guess I want to send this out as a warning um, to watch out know your surroundings I guess nowadays because you could have like a whole nother village that you didn't anticipate I want to get to that here in just a second uh, plus this uh, merger between what was that Fry's and Albertson's that's been going on uh, details on that and the um, Arizona uh, Attorney General stepping into that battle to stop this merger. I'd like your thoughts on that. Before I do that, though, remember Kim Dawson can help you with a refinance. Uh, she did a great job for my family just a year or so ago on a multifamily property. Uh, she does homes, you know, single family, vacation homes condos, townhomes, um, off-grid properties, you name it. Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loan, she can help you out to get that. And especially uh, right now, she's been really trying to help people who are mired in credit card debt, who have unfortunately gotten themselves pretty deep in it, but they have a home, they have a you know a loan on their home, they've been in there a few years, and they've got some equity built up. She can maybe help you out and get that all consolidated into one loan, get you a lower payment. Mention the Jeff Orvich Show and get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458, 928-310-6458, or go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411, Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242, equal housing opportunity, subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Okay, so yeah, I was reading this article. These people have this home in Phoenix, right? And you know how a lot of these these homes in Phoenix have the, like the block wall that goes up like five feet, right? Yeah, especially in the older neighborhoods, yeah. and they have the alley in in the alley in between. Uh huh. Alley means publicly owned. Mm-hmm. Means the government controls it. Means that anyone technically can get access to that. Yeah, now, but they're al- meant for driving through and yeah. Yeah. You know, putting your trash back there, whatever, whatever, whatever the situation is. Yeah. Sometimes the garbage cans are back Mm -hmm. there or there's a utility line back there. Mm -hmm. So there's this one, I was reading this one article again, and I think it was in the Republic and they've been there for like 10 years, never had this issue. They got this nice backyard, you know, the fake grass, the Phoenix, uh, like Owen would call it the the Phoenix yard. Right. Mm -hmm. But nice um, swing set and um, playhouse type thing, right? Like against that back wall on the other side, there's now there's a homeless encampment. They, They live in the alley. Mm-hmm. 
drug paraphernalia, all kinds of nastiness going on there, right? I don't even want to know. Yeah. The drug paraphernalia, even sometimes coming over the wall, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Crazy stuff. And they call, they call the city of Phoenix, and eventually Phoenix comes through, like, bulk pickup, and they clear it out and move right back in. Bulk pickup. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what the details of what happened, but it's Phoenix, so I'm not thinking of anything too crazy here. Okay. Although, whew, you know, when this mm-hmm. stuff starts happening, you know, bulk pickup. Yeah. It's time to roll round, through. Round them up. Or and, something. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, so here's just my warning. When I was reading this article, I was thinking, beware if you live next to public space mm-hmm. because you don't know what's going to happen. And they seem to be losing control of this. The government has way too much land. The government has way too much control over, or, uh, lack of control over too much, quote unquote, public property. And you have very little recourse Look at the zone down in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they went to Goldwater, took them. Had a guy yeah. from Goldwater on. Had to take them to court. And, and now- people are on the sidewalks and stuff. You know they're yeah. still down there. You yeah. know it's still a mess and it's just going to pop up somewhere else. So if if you're, it's probably maybe not a problem up here in Northern Arizona. I don't know. But it could be someday. Who well, would have thought that this- there's alleys here, at least in Flagstaff yeah. and downtown yeah. area. I mean, yeah. and um, in, even in- East side, yeah, in like the sunny side neighborhood, oh, there's yeah. a lot. I mean, if they're getting away with it, other places, the memo and the word goes out, and and I'll, before you know it, it's amazing how quick the word gets out to yeah. homeless people that you wouldn't All it think takes would have is to one con- person moving yeah. up here in the summertime, and oh, yeah. but you know what, you know what we did for the winter down in Phoenix, we yeah, so here we camped out in the alley, and they couldn't do anything about it. It's another case for the you know less public. Ownership of land. Mm-hmm. The, 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 this failed with the communists. They owned everything, and everything was a disaster. Yeah. They can't control it like you can control your your private property. And even in some states, in some left leaning states and cities, it's getting hard for you to control your private property too. You know, right. we I had a guest on who had a tenant um, during COVID. Remember, it was like a couple years that they yeah. were in it in yeah. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get them couldn't out. Get them out. I mean, they might and still they be there. And they weren't paying rent. Yeah. And he couldn't get rid couldn't of them. Couldn't even go through a legal process. Yeah, you know, no. there's legal processes and when they start ignoring the legal process. So, yeah, I guess just be aware of that, especially if you're just moving to a place. What is that empty yeah, lot? Yeah, but it seems to me like like they might have a case Against the city or whatever, whoever owns the state, whoever owns the land for like you would think. Public, nuisance public nuisance or or like, you know, endangering children or something. Yeah, right? but uh, you I know, mean, you let drug um, activity go on behind the wall of someone's house that has kids and there's stuff getting thrown over the yard or, yeah. you know, substances that you wouldn't want your kids to accidentally, yeah, get or you know, touch a get or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought of this a long time ago with all the, you know, people that basically camp out in the center medians Mm -hmm. and they're right in the flow of traffic. They're causing an obstruction, in my opinion. They're causing a nuisance. Uh, I see it in Flagstaff on 4th Street right there. And there's this little, it can't be 12 inches wide, Mm -hmm. 18 inches wide center median that divides what, there must be three or four lanes on each side. Very busy, one of the busier intersections in the city. And, um... People out there all the time. Yeah, all the time. And I, I argued, well, this, I can't set up a business there. Wait, no, but they have a constitutional right to be there. And I was like, well, constitutional right, okay, first First Amendment right for, you know, petition your government to do this or that, but to actively be there soliciting money or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. I mean, where's the line there? So, no, nope, it's a constitutional issue. They're like, so I just, they're probably allowed to be just about anywhere. 
Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, speaking of that, I went to Walmart this morning to shop and maybe this sign has been there and I just never noticed it before. Or maybe it was new because there was a sign when you're walking in and like the there's double doors and like that inner space between yeah. the two doors. There's a big, huge blue like a frame sign that says stuff about the solicitors that are there. And they're saying that, you know, we don't condone that. We don't um, encourage that. And. You know, if you choose to interact with them, that's, you know, your right to do so, but don't, you can ignore them also if you want. And I've never seen a sign like I, that. That's anyway. new. Yeah. I want to go take a picture of that, I think. Yeah. I should have. Well, and they're probably referring to people who are out towards the public street. Right. As you come they're in. Right on the edge of like the parking lot yeah. and the yeah. shoulder of the road that it's next so to. So they're basically saying, if I'm hearing you right, um, we don't want that, but there's nothing but we can we do can't about do it anything because all we it. could do is put yeah. up this sign. But sometimes it's the same ones over and oh, over yeah, and over. Yeah. And I was telling you last week that I was walking into Walmart last week and I saw someone talking on a cell phone. And then when I left, that was when I was walking into the store. And then when I left, I was driving out and that same person that was on the smartphone or the cell phone was then having the, you know, spare change sign out there. They went out there. Well, they had to pay for the cell phone bill. Yeah. I mean, they should leave the country and come back in illegally and yeah. renounce their citizens. And then they yeah. would get a free cell phone and wouldn't have to stand out there. It'd be easier, right? I know, but you just question the validity of, of them at that oh, point. You when just it's don't like, know. You know they have... Yeah, I will I mean, not if give... you have money for a cell phone, then you shouldn't be needing money yeah. to eat or... I will not Whatever. give money to people, you yeah. know, who are soliciting on the street, except when they claim they're from Dubai and have all kinds of gold <laughs> on them. But that's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, if you, you still have rights in Arizona, you know, you can trespass people if they're doing that on your private property, mm -hmm. but there is a process uh, still mm -hmm. um, legally to, to follow. So let's hope that stays that way. But the public land is getting more and more you know, becoming a problem. I mean, look at the national forest. There's, they've got the signs up there. You can't stay 14 or 15 days or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's, there's whole encampments that have been forming within, you know, those public lands as well. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a real, it's also a sign of what the heck's going on with this economy. And you know? they leave and the, the trash behind sometimes. Yeah, Not I, I, all the time, but so we've seen it like the dumping of trash or after the big group lots, yeah. group camping for the it's, week or, uh, or two weeks and there's those, a pile of trash. Those big encampments in the national forest, I'm not just talking about homeless issues, but people that come up and they get like, you know, 30 families in one mm -hmm. spot. That kind of drives me crazy because it's, it's pretty dang uh, destructive. They, they leave there. a lot yeah. of trash there. All right, let's get to this Albertson's fries thing. Uh, but before I do that, uh, remember my good friend Justin and his great team at Desert Gold Exchange. This is something to look into. Uh, we've been buying physical gold and silver for years, and we hold it as an insurance policy. I mean, why wouldn't you want to have just, I, I want to have some laying around securely stored because I, you never know what's going to happen. And I just, I look at it as a long-term investment, long-term insurance policy, and you never you, look how they're printing money. Look at, look at the salaries of the, the council mm -hmm. members now. And what if this all goes, you know, the way I think yeah, it's going to go. At least you have something that's like something solid that's yeah. Yeah. worth something. And maybe some ammo at Timberline Firearms and Training as well. That might be a good good item. But yeah. having a little bit of physical gold and silver from Diamond, not Diamond Dollar Guys, Desert Gold Exchange. <laughs> Desert, I'm, I'm mixing up all my sponsors at once. Desert Gold Exchange. Um, this is where I've been going. They do a great job. Give them a call. Talk to them. Uh, mention a Jeff Forward Show. Get a free investor's kit. Don't forget to mention the show. They're going to treat you like gold at Desert Gold Exchange. 888 852 
4343. Go to desertgoldexchange.com. Okay, so the other big issue in Arizona is the FTC. This is national now and Arizona. FTC, Federal Trade Commission, is suing to block the Kroger-Albertsons merger. Caught this on CNBC. Arguing deal would raise grocery prices and hurt workers. Um, This would be, I mean, a a huge conglomerate of, of, you know, as far as grocery chains. In Arizona, Kroger owns about 132 Fry's food stores and Smith's. I haven't seen that in a while. Where is that? There used yeah, to be I think they're just, yeah, there used to be in about. Tucson, at least when I yeah, lived there. there was one up here at one point. Um, and Albertsons owns nearly equal number of Albertsons and Safeway. I don't know those two are the same deal, huh? Yeah, actually, now Albertsons that you say and that, Safeway, it, you it see rings the, a bell. Okay, so anyway, they've been trying to merge for a while. Um, it's a $24.6 billion acquisition that Kroger is making of Albertsons, which would create one of the largest grocers in the country. Um, nine attorneys generals have joined the court complaints, including those from Arizona, California, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Maryland, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, and, and Wyoming to try to stop this from happening. Uh I don't know. Is that their job to stop that stuff, though? That's what bothers me. You know, it's just like you you see this stuff happens and people start screaming monopoly and things like that. But I think we're far from that with this this type of of, of merger. Uh, you mentioned another competitor that you went to this morning that mm-hmm. has two has big grocery operations now in many many places. Mm-hmm. Then there's the the, the kind of more um, boutique kind of ones that you know you get the real little cart. Yeah. And it costs three times as much, but those are very popular, Mm -hmm. you know, like the health food ones or the Mm -hmm. medium health food ones. Um, They're saying essential grocery store workers would also suffer under the deal. The FTC's Bureau of Competition, I thought it said competence, facing the threat of their wages dwindling, benefits diminishing, and their working conditions deteriorating. Why? Why would they? How would it be any different? Yeah. I don't get it. I I don't, I don't get it. If they, they're, they're also saying the merger will make one of the uh, arguments is it's going to make prices higher. It's going to make food prices higher. And when I hear that, I get a little suspect because I was like, well, I don't know FTC. Why don't you sue the federal reserve and the Biden administration for infusing, I don't know, $9 trillion into the economy that made prices higher. Right. We yeah. would sue these people. Yeah. Right. Well, Say, well, and what's they, the source of the problem? If prices here? get too high. People stop shopping there and they either exactly. drop it or they close the store. Uh, this and is, I go, you know, I shop at Fry's quite a bit and I see the same people working there. I mean, for, they, for decades, job, you know, they must like their job because they're yeah. there. I've seen them there for decades. This sounds like a load of crap. Yeah. And sometimes when you prevent these mergers from happening, you say they're too big. They're too big. Then you just get bigger. I mean, they did it to Standard Oil and say, oh, we had to do that. Well, then you just had super big oil companies after that anyway. Mm-hmm. It didn't change anything. I, I don't think this is going to impact. This is just my opinion. I don't know a lot about the grocery industry, but I'd imagine if they merge, I'm still going to be spending a lot at the grocery store. Yeah. And the root cause of the inflated prices was more likely have to do with the government mm-hmm. and their bloated yeah. salaries and print money printing than it has to do with, you know, uh, Kroger and, uh, and, and, and Albertsons yeah. getting together and, and saying I, they want to gouge you on a steak. I think the prices at, like at Kroger are, are decent prices. Yeah. I mean, we don't have an Albertsons, yeah. so I don't know about that one, but 
Fry's has pretty good prices on, on yeah. their, a lot so of the stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I love your thoughts though. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. You want to save a little bit of money on your cell phone. You're thinking about buying a new one. Don't go to Just Wireless. Get a great refurbished phone. Just Wireless in West Flagstaff right there on Milton Avenue. Kind of by that Cold Stone Creamery over there. You'll see it when you get over there. Uh, if you need to fix your existing smartphone, make it go longer. Get a new battery. It'll fix charging ports, crack screens as well. Just Wireless and get more information at JustWirelessAZ.com. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the Jeff Orovitz Show. If you're looking for a home for lease, I have a two-bedroom, one-bath home available right now. It's in a duplex, uh, really nice, and it's one of those that were built a while ago, but it's been remodeled, so that means you got more space. You know, the new ones nowadays, you get, it's like living in a closet. Two-bedroom, one-bath for $15.99 per month. Uh, check it out at flagstaffforlease.com or send an email, rent at flagstaffforlease.com, rent at flagstaffforlease.com. Again, a two-bedroom, one-bath uh, home in a duplex available right now for $15.99. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. So Trump has appealed today this ridiculous judgment, civil fraud case in New York from this ridiculous judge in this ridiculous state that you've got to be out of your mind to have a business in at this point. Close up shop. Get out of there, right? $454 million because because they say he defrauded the banks that lent him money. By overinflating the the value. value. Yeah, yeah. None of the banks joined in the lawsuit and saying, yeah, he did. Nothing came out that showed fraud other than the... they came up with numbers that were different than his. The banks didn't say this was a problem. He paid the loans back. There was no victim here. Mm-hmm. And anyway, when you get an, a, a, a loan, you might say, I think it's worthless. And you may really think that. At the time, it might be. And then you, they, what does the bank do? They say, oh, okay, 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 Angela, we believe yeah, you. Yeah, and if they didn't call him on we, it at the time, we, then. We believe you. We're going to get an appraiser first because yeah. we're not morons. Then the appraiser comes in and says, yeah, it's worth this amount. That's what they lend on. Where's the fraud here? So he has appealed that, which is good news, and we'll see where this goes. This should be thrown out because if it isn't, I mean, the government could come in and just rip apart anybody's business and find fraud under every little cushion, every little nook and cranny. I can't believe they, they that this judge even came up with this, so I hope yeah. he wins this in appeal. All right, Angela's out of here. Olivia's up next hour. We'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. More to come.
The information provided on the Jeff Horvitz Show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Gettles High Desert Mechanical. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. Welcome back, Hour 2 of the show. Olivia is here with me now. We have arrived through wind and rain and a perilous adventure down to the yeah, studio. kind of nasty, yeah. Wind advisory, I guess. Yeah. Until, until like tomorrow or something. tomorrow p.m. I hate the wind. I took down some trees this week. I told you about that last hour. Mm-hmm. You know, so many trees. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that many pine trees get zapped by that three-foot storm, you know, in, in past yeah, storms. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Pine it's like trees are around. Yeah, so... All right, we got a lot to cover, including some comments, which we'll get to in the next segment. Um, some some people left some voicemails, so I, I want to make sure we get to that. There's a rarity right there. Yeah, and you can do that anytime, 877-971-3971, or email talkwithjeff at iCloud.com. Uh, let's see, I got an article here from Town Hall, according to... New Department of Homeland Security DHS data from February 2021 through January 2024. More than 7.2 million illegal aliens have been released into the U.S. Wow. It's 2023 years. 7.2 million illegal aliens have been released into the U.S. wreaking havoc on American communities and their resources. To put this into perspective... And that's just the ones they really know that they kind of know about and guess. I know. I think it's well much higher than that. The theme of my world nowadays is the great doubling. Everything is double. Don't trust their numbers. Yeah. The government says it's seven point two. Well, it's fourteen point four. If the government says that inflation, and by the way, a key inflation number is coming out later this week, and inflation does not seem to be cooling as they uh, had anticipated, but whatever their inflation number number is, double. The last hour, you missed this one, Olivia. Uh, Angela and I were talking about the Flagstaff City Council. They doubled their salary in 2022. They voted to double their own salary, which we thought was like, really? They can vote that for themselves? Yeah. It's like, I wow. Wish, that seems uh, a little wrong. Yeah. You're going to send a notice for the, the show, the fee for the show. We've doubled. <laughs> tomorrow starting tomorrow effective immediately in fact we're doubling every day we're doubling every day yeah oh man so yeah 7.2 million illegals so now what they did is they they put this in perspective and i thought this was pretty good as far as the size of each state so the number is larger 7.2 million is larger than the pop the population of 36 u.s states not combined but if you look at them individually individually Think about that. So if all 7.2 million, and Arizona's not in this list of 36 states, because I think we're at about, I think we're like 7.5 million. So we just missed it. Just barely. Yeah. Yeah. We just missed that one. But just our population might get a little larger. (laughs) Well, yeah. Just think about that. It would double the size of our state. If all of the illegals that have been released into the U.S. in the past three years were just all put into Arizona, a doubling. Double. 
doubling. Double the Once line, again. double the traffic, double the cost, cost. double the no houses. <laughs> yeah, double the, yeah, and we've got something on housing coming up. What is costing in Arizona? Where do you see these numbers? Um, so the 36 states that are less than in population than the amount of illegals that have come in is Alabama, Alaska. Well, I can't read them all. It's 36. Alabama. There's a, yeah, it's 36 states. Uh, meanwhile, U.S. Customs and Border Protection has reported, still in this Hill article, that there have been 961,537. How can they know that? That exact number, Olivia. 961,537 border encounters in just fiscal year 2024. So that's from October through September. Um, the current fiscal year is on track to break last year. So starting October, and now we're obviously getting close to March. Currently on track to break last year's record of 2.475 million border encounters. Crazy. I this know. This is insane. It's like national suicide here. <laughs> um, a poll came out. Because this has been a big issue, and, and Mark, join, Mark Howitt joins me on, on Tuesday, so he'll be here tomorrow. And we've debated the issue of is immigration, illegal immigration, is it a big issue in the, the upcoming 2024 election? He said, nah, I, I don't think it will be. I think it is. Uh, just 20, the poll just came out, just 26% of Americans approve of Biden, Biden's handling of the border. 26%. That's high. I can't believe it's that high. I know. I mean, there's you know, a quarter many right people? there. Yeah, that many people. Anyway, so it continues to flood. It's, it's insane, and it's putting pressure on everything. Uh, as Olivia mentioned, housing was one of those. We'll get to that in just a second because the numbers in Arizona are still uh, staggering as far as price increases, especially in a lot of rural communities. you got a comment. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If you are selling a home or buying a home in the Flagstaff area right now, do what I would do. Do what Tim and Kate did. They, they found a new home closer to their grandkids, so they sold their home fast, and they called Kelly Broadus, of course, and they turned to the Broadus team again because they've used Kelly multiple times now. Kelly sold their home in just two weeks, significantly above the asking price. So you're selling something right now. You're buying something. Do what I would do. Do what Kim and Tim and Kate did. Call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group brokered by EXP. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com where you can get instant valuation on your home and um, get that thing sold and move on. Get it before it's taken by those 7.2 <laughs> so million coming. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Um, let's do the fastest climbing home prices in Arizona. So Stacker, his company created this list from Zillow. You might want to pull this up too, Olivia, and follow along. Cause, yeah, I got it. Yeah, this is, um, there's 50, they rated 50 um, communities in Arizona. It's because it's not just the big cities. They actually have some smaller communities in here as far as how quickly um, they're growing. They took the data from Zillow. It's still growing quite a bit. Um, fastest growing homes, according to Zillow, and it's ranked by dollar change in their the Zillow Home Values Index uh, beginning, uh, sorry, 12 months ending January 2024. And let me just kind of roll through this. And if you catch any of that, catch your eye, Olivia, because I'm going to try to stick to the ones in northern Arizona. Sedona was at number 46. Typical home value in Sedona, $918,000. One year change, it's gone up $10,253 in one year. It's, it's just about 1.1%, so it's slowing down. But the five-year price change is 74.7%, up 
That's number 46 out of 50. So another one here in northern Arizona. Um, where'd it go? Cornville. Typical home value in Cornville is now $504,000. It's gone up 11000 in one year. The five-year price change fifty up 56%, $182,000. Pick one in there, Olivia. Prescott. 590,000 typical home price, one year change, $12,000. It's gone up $212,000 in five years. Payson, up 169,000 in five years, 437,000 is now the typical home price. Uh, let me get down here to the, to William, oh, Cottonwood. Typical home value right now, according to this list, number 23 on the list, $386,000. It's gone up 16,000. Cottonwood's kind of had a, a big year, up 4.5% in a year, up 64% in five years. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. It's um, just, wow. So Williams is in there at number 22. Typical home value, 405000 gone up 16000 this year, 169000 in the past five years, up 72% in five years. We're getting close to the doubling. Oh, yeah. These, I mean, you know? wait another year. Clarkdale, number 19. Typical home value, 456000 gone up 18000 this year, up 172000 in five years, 60% increase in five years. Mormon Lake, 324 is the typical home value, um, up 85% in five years, $150,000. Parks, up 69% in five years. 615,000 typical home value right now in parks. Belmont, same, pretty much same thing as parks. Um, Munns Park, 572,000 typical home value right now, up 88.3% in five years, up $268,000. Just think about that. In Munns Park, just five years ago. So, okay, Olivia, five years. It's 2024 right now, right? Mm-hmm. Five years ago would put us where? 2019. Thank you. 2019. This is why I bring her in for such high calculations. <laughs> yes. Minus what 5. 2019 was the before times, before COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. COVID hit early in Whole 2020. World in many different ways. Yeah. 2019 was before the government pumped, I don't know, 9 or 10 trillion. We're just talking the U.S. government. This happened worldwide, though. Nine or ten trillion dollars was printed and conjured up into existence by the feds and everything inflated, right? So the home price in Munns Park, for example, five years ago, you could still get a home for two hundred and um yeah, let's let's just stick with easy number. Yeah, two hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars, right? Or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or so. Now it's five hundred and seventy two thousand dollars. So when these government officials and these politicians come around and say, oh, we've got to do something about housing. I know. Let us save you. Just say no. Well, it's still Ronald Reagan's line, here, <laughs> Nancy Reagan's line. Just say no. Please don't help us anymore because look at how much help. So all that free money, this is the cost. This is part of the cost, which is the cost of housing has gone up tremendously. So when they say they're going to print money, there you go. So Flagstaff's number 10, typical home value, 622. It's gone up, 200, let's call it $250,000 in five years. So 620, You could have bought a house in the, in the mid-300s just before COVID, right? Uh, going down the line here, Happy Jack up 90% in five years. And the number one price place... 
which doesn't surprise me here, is Paradise Valley, which has become a really exclusive, it's been exclusive for a long time, but it's kind of become the Hollywood of, you know, that, that just exclusive place for Arizona now. This and, one's a big jump even from the others, though. Yeah, yeah. What What is that one? Three? Three million. Three point two hundred and seventy thousand. So a typical home value is three point two million. Five years ago, though, you still couldn't afford that home. <laughs> it was one point four million dollars cheaper five years ago. So okay, that you know, a little different, I guess, down there. So there you go. Crazy price increases, and I'm telling you, it's you know, it's all that money printing and that they've done, and um, increased the cost of everything, devalued the currency so much. Um, Where's the other one that I wanted to hit here? Oh, okay. And where are people coming from? So another big one here, and this is on azfamily.com, states sending the most people to Arizona. It sounds like, it sounds like they're just like kicking them out and saying, hey, you got to go. You know, go to, you got to go to Arizona now. Oh, yeah. Um, the number one state where people are coming from to move to Arizona, Olivia. California. Yeah, that one's an, that one's an easy one. Um, California, seventy four thousand people moved to Arizona from California in twenty twenty two. That's where the data goes back to, making up twenty six percent of the residents. Then it's Washington State, Texas, Colorado, Oregon, Illinois, Utah, Nevada, Michigan, and Missouri rounds up the top ten. Um, and yeah, most people quarter of it. We see it on the license plates driving around you know, Californians everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's who you see. Like, I don't even see these other people. California I see Washington. is clearly the. I see Washington top. state quite a bit driving around and that's in, in the top five. Well, there. even the number is a huge gap. 74,000 to 21,000 California to Washington. Yeah. Welcome to Arizona. Leave your bad ideas back there. I know. Please your come state. without anything. Yeah. Like if you're leaving from California with Gavin Newsom there, I see there's a second recall effort underway. Um, I guess they filed paperwork today, the same group that filed the last recall effort against Newsom. It won't work again, but they're saying that he's focusing too much on national politics, which he is, you know, he'd love to be president or in the administration and he should be, he deserves it because I think California's facing, uh, don't hold me to this 75 billion. Something with a billion dollar uh, One deficit. One of those. Yeah, it was, it was it was a huge multiple tens of billions of dollars deficit. I, I, Seventy five is sinking in my um, in my head. I'll look, note to look that up. What the California deficit is? Why don't you look that up? Uh, California deficit. So, uh, yeah, another recall effort has been launched against uh, Gavin Newsom. So, good luck with that. It probably won't succeed. All right, if you want to save a little bit of money on some food and you still want to go out. And who doesn't, right? Go to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. They've got their great $4 menu. Uh, you can get some great food there. They've uh, always got a special going on, plus their daily specials that start at lunchtime, go into the evening. Uh, for example, t- tomorrow, for, for example, Taco Tuesday, great tacos there. Uh, wing Wednesday, half-price wings, and then they get the mini sliders on Thursdays. Always got great drink specials at Sportsman's Bar and Grill as well. Just north of downtown Flagstaff, right there in the Bashes Shopping Center, uh, far enough out of downtown town that you have plenty of parking so you don't have to worry about that at sportsman's bar and grill what do you got 75 billion um it looks like 73 but it kind of also something different see i was was close but yeah most of them are 73 i was close all right yeah just give or take here's a comment here's a comment or this one i I found kind of funny olivia didn't want to read it um no it's more of a meme (laughs) or a comment like one of those group shares from newt and newt i Thought this was funny, so yeah. And I was surprisingly new. I was thinking of this uh, in comparison to cows and cattle. I was thinking about buffalo 
recently. So Newt wrote, a volcanic eruption in 1815 caused the year without a summer. So you had the cloud or the, 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 the smoke, mm-hmm. all the stuff that comes out of the volcano. Blocking the sun. Yeah, created like a little nuclear winter type thing happening, right? So a volcanic eruption in 1815 caused the year without a summer or a bunch of cow flatulence, which seems more reasonable. <laughs> So, you know, they're saying that you can't have cow, you can, mm-hmm. we can't eat beef because of, you know, the, the gases that they admit it, emit. Okay, there's 90, I looked this up, and the number varied wildly, but we'll go with this, <laughs> 90 million cows in America, cattle, cows, you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I started thinking, how many buffalo were there because you've heard you've you've heard the stories of all the buffalo that roam herds and herds like herds of in the millions right and they got sadly got hunted just out of existence they well there's there's very few left right um, over hunted went out of control there was an estimated thirty well the number varies because how would you know these are government numbers from the eighteen hundreds thirty to seventy five million buffalo back then right so just hear my logic here. 30 to 75 million buffalo back then, 50 to 60 million is kind of the most common number cited as, as total buffalo population in the early 1800s. That's from a website called, I mean, how could you not rely on this as a source? <laughs> <laughs> Allaboutbison.com, right? I mean, of it's got to be reliable. Anybody <laughs> that starts that site, they've got to be up on their facts, right? So I started thinking, I was like, because they're saying, oh, you know, all this stuff that's causing global warming and climate change and you can't eat, you know, beef and you're going to have to eat bugs and this and that. Well, if there was, let's just go with 60 million buffalo. Buffalo are bigger than cow, right? Yeah. So if they weren't eaten or, I mean, hunted at least, if we didn't eat any of the cows, I tend to think that they would just multiply unchecked. (laughs) Okay. Well, we have like 90 million cows at any given time. So the population gets quelled quite often, right? Uh But there was 60 million buffalo. And I figure 60 million buffalo easily is equivalent to 90 million cows size-wise, right? What was going on in the 1800s as far as climate change from the (laughs) buffalo, right? Because we had all those buffalo. And, you know, they're calling for less cattle. So basically, let's say, you know, we want these cattle to be killed, basically, because of cow flatulence, right? Would they have also supported killing all the buffalo? Or would they rather have the buffalo around? But they haven't this is thought stuff of I think that. About. Yeah, I guess. Well, so. yeah, it's like history goes back further than uh, 20 years. Well, yeah, that's just what I'm just saying. It's like they act like nothing ever happened in the past here. Uh, one volcano could cause, like Newt pointed out here, uh, a, a year without a summer from blocking out the sun. One um, naturally occurring event, disaster can do that, right? But what about all the so buffalo? why don't we ban mountains? Yeah, let's ban volcanoes. What about all the <laughs> buffalo, though? You know, we, we were able to sustain 50 to 60 million buffalo. Now you're telling me we can't sustain 90 million cows that they're causing global warming, but the buffalo didn't cause global warming? Doesn't make sense. It, yeah, it doesn't really does sense. with them. Yeah, it really does. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay, speaking of animals, you've got something on the brown. What is this, the brown trout? Is this another humpback chub thing? Oh, whatever. yeah, whatever What's that was. So um, for the brown trout, the Glen Canyon National Recreation Area is announcing that it is extending the brown trout incentivized harvest program. Hmm. I don't know, I, but I think that title's funny. Brown trout incentivized harvest. It's fishing. 
Just call it fishing. I know. <laughs> um, the program <laughs> so I don't really complicate this. is expected to continue through at least this calendar year. Um, and it began so anglers could help manage and reduce the number of invasive brown trout in the stretch of the Colorado River. So what they're doing is they're offering rewards ranging from between 15 and $50 for catching the fish. And then there are also prizes for the largest fish and a raffle. Um, with amounts ranging between two hundred fifty and a thousand dollars, and there's no limit for the amount that you can catch and turn in. Okay, where is this Glen Canyon to Pariah? Or no, 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 that's not right. There's an area up there um, just, uh, under the dam to where you load up. You don't know. I don't know. It just said okay. Glen Canyon. Okay, um, I, I would yeah. highly recommend checking where you're fishing before. Going with our information here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, are they going to pay go you fishing because I told you to? Well, they're going to pay. You still got to get a fishing license, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, are, you do. Are they going to pay you per fish, or is it just certain fish? Like, like, okay, I get the brown trout, but do they pay you um, for any size, or is it just certain sizes? Um, I that's I'm what really I'm confused sure. about. I mean, yeah. it's saying that there are prizes for the largest okay. fish, but then. Um, The sentence is, serving as a part of the harvest, the brown trout spring bonanza will offer rewards ranging between $15 and $50, so serving as a part of the harvest. Mm, Okay. Interesting. And is this because of that that ugly fish? The humpback chub or whatever that thing's called. Humpback chub. Oh, so that it doesn't go extinct? Yeah, yeah there was that fish in there, the native fish that's like going extinct because of the trout and invasive mm-hmm. stuff. And But it's the ugliest fish I've ever seen. But I, you know, Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want something to go extinct just because it's ugly. But dang, that thing is ugly <laughs> <laughs> prehistoric looking ugly fish. Okay, well, if you're, when is that? Is there a date there? Um, well, it's starting and it says at least through the calendar year, so it doesn't sound like there's okay, so really an end in sight quite yet. Well, they never run out sure. of the brown trout, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Huh, good. I I could always go for a good well, trout. we could hope that um, we're not going to do the buffalo part two and then, oh, save the brown trout because we hunted the them all. <laughs> all right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140. Getting that fixed before it spreads the rest of your windshield can help save you from a costly windshield replacement. Great Northern Arizona company. Angela and I have used them multiple times, especially with all the rock chips we get around here. 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. If you're looking for the best pizza around, that is hands down. The Marco's Pizza in Flagstaff, three locations to serve you. Uh, I love the Gary's special. That's a good one. I like Olivia the Popeyes. loves Popeyes, and she loves the wings. A bunch of different is it flavors or toppings for the wings. What do you call toppings. it? Toppings. Flavors. Flavors. Sauces. Toppings would go on the pizza. Yes. Yeah. The Marco's Pizza. Lo- <laughs> yeah, right. Love their pizza. Stop on by one, like I said, one of their three locations. Order online at namarcospizza.com. Um, they've also got carry, carry out, you know, pick up or delivery as well. Again, check them out at namarcospizza.com. That's namarcospizza.com.
Yeah, you start your uh, theater tomorrow. That's good, right? Oh, yes, that's right. Drama. Drama. Yeah, that's good. And um, let's, on Friday, Olivia will be, well, you should be back on Wednesday, too, but I think Friday she's going to join us. She just mark this on your calendar because Saturday, what is that date, March? This Saturday, whatever it is. Oh, uh, whatever that date would be. Hang on a second. Let's get this right. Let's get this right. March. Perhaps we should have figured this out Second, March 2nd. Her and uh, some of her friends are having a Navajo taco sale, um, and we'll get you the details, and they're doing a fundraiser for a big trip that they're taking. Yeah. So, yeah, and these are going to be really good, authentic. Yes, very authentic. Yes, yes. I mean, I heard something about, oh, you're in charge of cooking the beans from scratch. I'm like... Beans come from scratch. I thought that well, was first like it was a pre-cooked sorting thing. The beans sorting, from yeah, sorting the beans yes, first. But yeah. we should get some more information by okay. later this week. I'm just yeah, this be yeah, like a midday lunch lunch time type of thing on Saturday. So okay, uh, comments. Uh, you can always leave a comment. And I got two coming up here. One from Byron. One from Ed. And you can always leave comments. I don't put this out there a lot, but it's there. 877-9713-971. You leave your comments on the line. 877-9713-971. We've been talking a lot about pay for bureaucrats and government employees. Uh, Angela and I talked about it again last hour. They put out a, the, the Arizona Republic compiled a list of what is everyone making the state, except Flagstaff didn't report to that or something, of course. Huh. But all these other cities and communities, and we were just shocked, right? Just an astounding amount of money on the upper side of things, especially the administration. Six mm-hmm. figures, six figures, six figures, plus all the benefits. Uh, Byron from Parks was yeah, listening. This is Byron from Parks. Um, just talking about salaries. Flagstaff superintendent of schools back in the 80s was making way over $100,000 a year, plus a car, plus insurance, everything else that other people in the school district had to pay for themselves. So it's you're right. In bureaucracy, it's just rampant how much uh, we see, and yet the teachers themselves uh, janitors, school bus drivers don't make uh, a really good wage. So anyway, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Byron. Yeah, and it's a good point, and I've been saying that the whole time. It's like in a city, let's look at the city, the person picking up the trash, mm-hmm. the person working to keep the sewer lines flowing, the person filling the potholes. You know, we don't we don't hear about them. We see them on that list, but they're pretty far down. And that's traditionally been the case with government employees. But the, for the past several decades, the higher up people, their their salaries expanding and expanding. And you've got, and Byron mentioned the FUSD or the Flagstaff School District, um, you know, salaries in the 80s being in like the six figures. Now they're over 200,000 plus, you know, you don't get an allowance for your smartphone, Right. You don't get an allowance for your vehicle to go buy a vehicle. You don't get an allowance to sign up to clubs and all this other stuff. They get paid the higher end, you know, administrators to two fifty, three hundred plus thousand dollars a year, and they need help paying for their cell phone. I know this, what is this, this, and this. It's like, hmm, what are they doing with the rest of that money? Yeah. I know there are always exceptions. It's like I'm sure they're not working as hard as the majority of I all know. the other people <laughs> doing that labor, yeah, doing the, the the real hard work that actually matters. You know what's going on in the Flagstaff Sustainability Department with you know consuming five percent of the city's general fund, your your tax dollars. What are these people doing? What are they 
what are they doing that has that much value of, of over $10 million a year? I can't fathom. Are they counting cows? Are they trying to figure <laughs> out the cow buffalo equivalency? What are they doing that has any impact on the world and your life? I would say it's very, 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 very close to zero, if not exactly at zero mm-hmm. as far as impact on your life. Totally useless. It's not in the negatives because yeah, it's a terrible it's just, impact. It's a totally useless division. Um, last hour, you may have missed this one. Angela and I were talking about, again, back to the Flagstaff City Council and how these people are paying themselves more and more, that they voted for, the Flagstaff City Council in 2022 voted to increase their salary to what was it? $70,000 a year is going to kick in later this year. Let me get this right. 70. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor's salary is going to go up to $70,180. The city council is 63,800 for what is a part-time job. They're trying to say it's a full-time job for the council. It is not. I know because I've been there. They spend about 20 hours per week. If they spend more, you should be worried. Because they're probably thinking know, of stupid crap. I know, because they're hatching some evil plan. Yeah, so there you go. Their salaries keep going up. Yours is pretty stagnant. You don't get the benefits. You know, how many of you are self-employed? You're like, dental care? Dick is dental care. Give me the pliers. <laughs> right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's get to another comment here. But before I do that, I did not spend this past weekend because I stayed in town. There was a gala at the um, Flagstaff Christian School. Very good. It was, it was a fun time. Um, yeah. We enjoyed it. it so was. appreciate everyone who went to that. Um, American tra- So I didn't get to spend time hauling stuff with my new trailer from American Trailer Company. And it is still new because I haven't gotten to use it the volume that I want. But I'm getting there. You sorely missed it this weekend. I know. I, I get, I get kind of weird when I don't get to be outside like all weekend long. Although I was out a lot here too. I, I helped a neighbor take down a tree from oh, that, that yeah, windstorm. Yeah. So American Trailer Company, great trailers just north of uh, like the mall. You take 89, about five minutes north. Uh, you see it on the left there, right by Timberline Firearms and Training. American Trailer Company, you don't need to go to Phoenix, get a flatbed trailer, a dump trailer, cargo trailer, you get a huge lot full of trailers out there. Veteran owned company. And you're not going to pay city sales tax. So you're not worried, uh, you know, that your money's going into the coffers of that big division down there at City Hall or something. Uh, you don't have to go to Phoenix. They're going to be around the same price and sometimes even lower than Phoenix. American Trailer Company, stop on by or check out their inventory. Your great website at americantraileraz.com. That's americantraileraz.com. Okay, another comment here. This one has to do with the conversation that Mark Howitt and I had with these protests, these um basically pro-Hamas, uh, pro-Palestinian protests going on. And there was one at NAU just last week. And Mark and I had a debate as to whether they should be able to fly the Hamas flag, which, mm-hmm. you know, should you be able to do that? And I was saying, well, I don't agree with it. But we get into the First Amendment issues. And do, do I agree with your right to do stupid stuff and say stupid stuff? I may not agree with the stupid stuff you're saying, but I... I'm okay with you saying it. Plus, it also helps me identify stupid people and stay clear of them. <laughs> right. But then, yeah, you don't want to be that person who's making it like, oh, you can't do this. Because then they're going to be like, well, I think that you're stupid. And yeah, you're stupid. So you should just be banned in general. Yeah, everybody's banned Kicked at some out point. of the country. Well, Ed, Ed from Prescott Valley kind of had a, a similar um, thought process here. You guys are discussing whether or not people should be able to fly a Hamas or terrorist organization flag. Obviously, I'm against that. However... They should be able to do it. And if your argument is, well, they're a named terrorist organization by the U.S. government, 
think of the future. What happens if the U.S. government then declares the NRA a terrorist organization, declares any number of groups terrorist organizations? I think that's a slippery slope when you start curtailing freedom of speech. Thank you. That's a good comment. No, that's mm-hmm. it's good because you you've seen them. Basically, everybody on the right, like half the country, they, they've almost classified into a terrorized terrorist organization at this point. So, yeah, if, if, if we start curtailing, again, don't agree with it, right? But it used to be a long time ago, like groups like the ACLU would go defend the most heinous people in the, in, in the country, right? Mm-hmm. That would be doing things like, you know, doing a Nazi march. And all of us are like, whoa. This is these people uh-huh. are crazy. I don't want them showing up in my town. But they would defend them saying, Well, if we gotta defend the worst case so that way you have your rights and that the government can't come in and say, Hey, oh, Olivia's a terrorist group now. So it's like Jeff's for the sake group. of everyone else. It, it is. So it, it's it's a hard thing to watch though, because you don't want to see a Hamas flag uh-huh. being, being flown. You don't want that in your country. Exactly. But that's also what this country is. It's like how do we know we're not going to be terrible and become that bad place yeah. if we don't have things that like that. That curtails everybody's yeah, freedom of speech and yeah, uh, good good comment, Ed. And Ed, remember, you can leave comments. We'll try to do these more. I, I get it quite a few, and we try to do them as best as we can and get them mm-hmm. out there as quickly as possible. You can leave a comment at 877-971-3971, or email is another great way, and that's uh, talkwithjeff at iCloud.com. All right, we got more to come. Don't go anywhere. Uh, but before we take a quick break, I want to remind you about, hey, Second, I just mentioned Timberline. Second Amendment rights. Timberline Firearms and Training, just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. So you can, like, get your trailer, an American trailer. Then you drive over to Timberline. You load that thing up with a safe, <laughs> a Liberty safe at Timberline. Because they're, like, right. Put it they're, like, immediately. they're, like, almost neighbors. There's, like, maybe one lot between them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I literally did that. I, I bought the trailer at American <laughs> Trailer Company, and then I went to Timberline, and I got this safe, honking safe, which is, they're heavy. You, Rob will, deli- they'll deliver the safes which I would highly recommend. Timberline Firearms and Training. You can also get firearms, ammunition, uh, also the indoor shooting range, and all of what they're known for, training. Great training courses at Timberline Firearms and Training. Uh, first shots programs, programs in the middle where you're going to, you know, intermediate handgun training, for example, all the way up to expert level stuff. Uh, Rob personally teaches the carry concealed course, and thanks to them for they were one of the prize uh, givers at the Flagstaff mm-hmm. uh, Christian School Gala this past weekend. So appreciate that. Support a great company. Support someone who's supporting not only the Second Amendment, but he's gotten to bat for the First Amendment as well so people can continue to live in a free country. Timberline Firearms and Training, just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show
If you're looking for a home for lease, I have a two-bedroom, one-bath home available right now. It's in a duplex, uh, really nice, and it's one of those that were built a while ago, but it's been remodeled, so that means you got more space. You know, the new ones nowadays, you get, it's like living in a closet. Two-bedroom, one-bath for fifteen ninety-nine per month. Uh, check it out at flagstaffforlease.com or send an email, rent at flagstaffforlease.com, rent at flagstaffforlease.com. Again, a two-bedroom, one-bath uh, home in a duplex available right now for fifteen ninety nine. Flagstaff4lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. It was an interesting article, which I'll get to more on the program tomorrow with Mark Howitt, but the New York Times, of all people, did an article. I, I actually read the summary of it through ZeroHedge.com, um, but basically confirming a lot of Putin's reasons for the invasion. I'm not given, you know, saying, hey, good thing that Putin invaded or anything like that. But the New York Times, who was kind of a cheerleader with the Ukrainian flag and mm-hmm. all this stuff, has now come around two years later and saying, well, yeah, in 2014, um, the U.S. helped really overthrow the democratically elected you know, person that was there. And there's X amount of CIA operations right on the border between Ukraine and Russia. It's like 14 or something like that that have been there for a long, long time um, launching um, activities, shall we say, uh, clandestine or otherwise, into into Russia. So uh, it was quite revealing. I'm not always a big fan of New York Times, but the person seems to have done um, – a lot of work on this and there's always two sides here. I wish that we would just get to the negotiating table and end this thing and get this thing figured out rather than potentially dragging us into world war three. I'll try to get more into it tomorrow and try to break it down more and get more details. Um, you have one. It's a little different. Olivia has to do with our national parks or is it national like park land or parks? I guess it is parks. Yeah, it is Recreation parks. Recreation areas. How national parks rank on the deadly scale. Oh, nice. Is nice. central. Okay. So um, the highest, and this is um, July 2013 to July 2023, so a 10-year period. Was there, was there a doubling? Um, I don't have the prior data, but we have Lake Mead National Recreation Area is the highest with 203 deaths. So Lake Mead... Recreation area, which is that, um, that's part in Arizona, part in Nevada. Am I right with that? Mm, I think so. Yeah. It's like half and half, right? So it's like yeah. roughly two, yeah. 20 deaths a year. Yeah. That's probably boating accidents, drownings, things like uh-huh. that. It gets pretty wild. I think in there. Okay. That's so we got, so Arizona's got number one, basically. I know. Okay. Yosemite 152. Yeah. That's all like crazy climbers. Oh, and then Grand Canyon, 136. Selfies. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. You know, you go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Leaning over the ledge, <sighs> climbing up on the... Look, just if you want entertainment cliff. or be severely irritated and annoyed and scared at the same time, just go to, um, um, you know, what is that one trail, the, the main trail, Bright, Bright Angel, and you hike down like a, a mile... And this is the the hike that everybody does in their flip flops. They just so they can uh-huh. say they hiked the Grand Canyon, even though you just skimmed this. But that's fine, you know. You hike down; it's, it can't even be three quarters of a mile to a mile. There's an arch on on the right side, and with a sheer cliff. Yeah, yeah. You go in, you sit on the arch. Great picture, but it drops down about a thousand feet or something. And, and, and then there you know. are the people on the very. And edge. I've seen people passing their kids on that, like little kids, like 
shuttling. And I'm like, yeah, hundred and what'd you say? hundred. There's a whole book, death in the grand Canyon. You know, just it's, it's updated annually. Okay. What's that? So that's top. So we got two to two to three. Um, we have great smoky mountains, 104 deaths. Blue Ridge Parkway, a hundred. I don't know what that is, but um, Natchez Natchez Trace, Trace, eighty-nine. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, Baltimore Washington Parkway is eighty-three. Baltimore, (laughs) (laughs) Glen Canyon, seventy-five deaths. Okay. Um, Golden Gate National Recreation Uh, Area jumpers. 70. Yeah. And then finally, Yellowstone National Park, 53. Grizzly bears and geysers walking in a hot spring field. Yeah, if you step into it. Basically, yeah. Okay, one more that Olivia's got for you to end on a little lighter note. Um, don't try to cheat your un, uh, like disability. This happens to be in Ireland, I think, but same crap uh-huh. happens here. It's mom loses disability case after news report shows her winning a tree-throwing competition. <laughs> yeah, so this woman in Ireland lost more than 800000 She got um, So she'd gotten in this car crash and claimed that she had debilitating neck and back pain that prevented her from holding down a job for five years. <laughs> She's a mom of two, and she said she couldn't even do housework or, like, carry her children. <laughs> and so she said that, um, uh, argued that her previous and future lost income totaled more than 500000 Wow. But then wow. she was caught in this competition. It involved people throwing roughly five-foot spruce trees as far as they are able. Well, who hadn't been there? I mean, that's different muscle sets <laughs> that you're using when you're, when you're throwing five-foot, you know, spruce trees. Right? I saw the picture, though. She's, like, up in the air. And she's like, like, yeah. yeah, she like, looks like a... <laughs> she looks just fine. She, she looks like a lumberjack. And, <laughs> yeah, we've seen this time and time again. Here in the U.S., you know, it's somebody who can't work any workers comp thing, and they're on the ladder doing a big mm-hmm. job or something. So, yeah, don't enter a tree-throwing competition if you just, you know, if you're scamming. <laughs> That you're actually injured. Point today where a picture can be taken of anywhere. Yeah, every video everywhere, absolutely. All right, that's it for today. Uh, mark out with me tomorrow. Uh, get those comments in, too. I'd like sharing those mm-hmm. today. Leave them, 877 yes, Stay warm out there. Don't get blown away. Yeah. <laughs> Take we'll care. Try. See you soon. The information provided on The Jeff Orvitz Show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show.
If you're looking for a home for lease, I have a two-bedroom, one-bath home available right now. It's in a duplex, uh, really nice, and it's one of those that were built a while ago, but it's been remodeled, so that means you got more space. You know, the new ones nowadays, you get, it's like living in a closet. Two-bedroom, one-bath for fifteen ninety-nine per month. Uh, check it out at flagstaffforlease.com or send an email, rent at flagstaffforlease.com, rent at flagstaffforlease.com. Again, a two-bedroom, one-bath uh, home in a duplex available right now for fifteen ninety nine. dollars 99 is an equal housing opportunity.